Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. There is a, a feeling of... I guess, easiness or relaxedness when you're winning games as opposed to losing. And this team has been playing really well lately. We saw this a little bit last year. You went on the seven, eight-game winning streak, and then you went on a seven-game losing streak. But this feels a little bit different, a lot different than last year. This team is is playing at a higher level. What have you seen in comparisons from last season's team that was going on those winning streaks to this season's team now? Yeah, you know, I guess looking back at it, it's a little bit easier to uh, kind of look back at what happened last year and dissect it. You know, in real time last year, it was tough. But I think now you can see that I think when they won the seven games after losing the eight, it was a little bit of a pride situation. Hey, we're better than that. But still, you know, there were still issues. As we know, the defensive system and uh, the fact that uh, it wasn't going to get any better in terms of uh, not allowing those wide-open slot shots and, you know, kind of the different – groups on the team you had Tarasenko uh, on his way out the door most likely you didn't know what was going to happen with O'Reilly you had uh, Kairou and Thomas were kind of taking over the team carry uh, but now this year is a lot different I think when you win five of six and you don't want to count your chickens before they hatch but tonight's game against San Jose is really winnable like Bernie said earlier in the show there's just a good energy a good uh, momentum and I think that because the changes on defense, and we see it's helping a couple of these defensemen that struggled last year, Colton Pareko and Tori Krug and, and a couple other guys, I think there's reason to, the, to believe that it can continue. So my answer is that there's, there's not some of those same issues that the team was dealing with last year. Well, speaking of Tori Krug, you have an article right now out on The Athletic that is titled, After a Slow Start, Tori Krug Has Started to Become the Solution for the Blues. What do you mean by that, JR? Yeah, well... I- the, the reason I use uh, that word solution in the story is because that's the word that Tory Krug used when he came out to uh, speak to the media in the preseason before everything got going. You know, during the offseason, I had a couple talks with Tory Krug uh, text-wise, and, and I said, uh, well, this is going to be a big story when we get to training camp in terms of, you know, you invoking the no-trade clause and, and, and the pressure is going to be on. And he said, uh, well, I want to be part of the solution. And that's what he came out and and told us uh, in that preseason gathering with the media, I want to be part of the solution. And, and so uh, you go 10 games without a point. Obviously, that's going to raise a red flag. A lot of us were bringing that up those first 10 games. And so the other night, he won you a game. And I think that if you look back at the last six games, he's played really well, guys. And, and so it was kind of it – was, it, it felt good to talk to Tory Krug about how well he's playing and how he's been able to overcome what happened this summer and be part of that solution. JR, you, you, I think people tend to forget that, you know, you're a professional athlete, but you're also a person and you're dealing with real life things. And when you're looking at Colton Pareko and Tory crew, the issues that they've gone through over the last year or so, Tory with the, the trade and, and denying that and Colton Pareko with maybe being injured or not playing at his highest level. What have you seen personally from those guys that has really shifted in their play and allowed them to have the success that they're having? Yeah, I just think they're going out there and doing what they've done best in their careers. And, you know, no one's sitting here saying that these guys are Hall of Fame defensemen, but we've seen it from these guys in the past. So they're capable of it. We've seen it with Colton Pareko uh, back in 2019 with Jay Bolmeister, and obviously he had that back injury. Uh, no jokes here, please. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and Jay, think... how, how long ago did he have that? 
Oh, it was about a week back. No, Jr. No, no. He's just obviously been able to uh, overcome that. And uh, this year, there was so much pressure on him because could you imagine if we had another year, uh, a start this year for Colton Pareko, like he played last year? It, everything obviously would be running him out of town. Where's the trade? Take anything, and and people just didn't realize that it's hard to unload seven, eight years. Uh, of term on a contract and that would have been difficult to do with with Colton Pareko but he has played unbelievable unbelievable and then smaller sample size just here recently Tory Krug as well so you know I'll tell you guys this if you're Doug Armstrong and you had to write a list of two or three four things that kind of had to happen for this team to be successful this year sure you can talk about scoring and Bennington and things like that but right up at the top of the list would have been Colton Pareko and Tory Krug playing a lot better and they're doing that. We're talking with Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic as we look at the Blues as they get ready to face the San Jose Sharks tonight and continue this West Coast trip. But I want to ask you, because we were thinking about this early in the season, discussing this, if we would see some more consistent playing time for Scott Perunovich, and now we're seeing that a little bit more. What have you seen from Perunovich and his addition? Yeah, I think with each game, um, you're seeing him knock the rust off a little bit, and that was kind of to be expected, uh, talked to him a couple times, and he just said, gosh, I just want to stretch a game. That's it. And, and so I think he's, uh, with each game, you can kind of see him getting more comfortable. You know, how good is it now with a Tory Krug? You, you want to see the power play get better. Uh, those are the types of passes, granite five-on-five, that you get from a Tory Krug. Now you want to see that same decision-making on the power play. Well, if that happens, then you have a Tory Krug run, running the number one power play and a Scott Perinovich running the number two. There's been so much talk about can you play Krug and Perinovich in the same lineup, and a lot of people say no, but I think they're proven in this last stretch that you can. And and so the other thing that I think about uh, this, Brooke, with Perinovich being back in the lineup is it kind of coincides with when the team started playing better. And I think when you have a guy like Perinovich who can move the puck in that third pair, uh, I, I think it, it's really helped the Blues with their transition game. So, you know, he's going to get better with more games, but putting Scott Prinovich back in the lineup has been a major plus for this team. All right, JR, the Blues are playing extremely well. Winners of five of the last six. Obviously, the power play is one thing that uh, they would like to get better, but are there any other areas that you think that Chief is really focusing on and, and something that they would like to see better going forward? Yeah, no, that's a fair question because, uh, look, you, you have a game tonight and, gosh, <laughs> you lose this one. I don't know if I want to come on with you guys next week. But, uh, <laughs> you got to come on so back. we can hear what Chief said. We got we to gotta hear that. Yeah, <laughs> well, then you go back to the inconsistency uh, in terms of their play. But, uh, you know, honestly, with the way things are going right now, it, it's it's I think the focus is on the power play. And it's mm-hmm. been a little better lately. Had a couple goals the other night. Um, and I know I know you said aside from the power play, but you know if I look at the lineup, they're getting good uh, production and good chemistry from each of the four lines. You look at Colton Pareko's play, great. Uh, the second pair, Falk and Krug, they've been the Blues' best pair. And now we just talked about Perinovich in the third pair. I think that's looked pretty good. And gosh, what more can you say about uh, Jordan Bennington? So you know, penalty kill, you know, hasn't been great every night. So maybe that's another little area of focus. But to me, it's power play, power play, power play. I mean, you're talking about five of six. You could be six of seven tonight, and you're still not really getting it from the power play. Mm-hmm. If you could, you know, this team could be a lot better. Is there another player that has really stood out to you other than the names that we have mentioned during this surge for the Blues? Uh, you know, I think a, a name that we're certainly familiar with, but Oscar Sundquist, I think that fourth line has been uh, tremendous, and Sundquist is uh, leading that charge. Uh, I think since the benching, 
Uh, Verona's looked better. That shot was amazing the other night. We're not really probably talking about that play if he doesn't finish off that pass from Tory Krug with a goal. Um, so that's the, that's the type of talent he has with that shot. Um, I like Kapanen up with uh, Thomas. That's given a different look to that top six. And so far, it looks like he's been able to handle it. So off the top of my head, you know, other than the guys we already talked about, those are the names that kind of stick out to me. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Jeremy, and enjoy your time. Are you already done with the gym, or did you say you no, finished No, we're going to go back in there. A little okay. split shift. we got 20 minutes in, and now we'll uh, head back in there. Uh, but, yeah, at least we'll be talking about the blues and not uh, Rutherford's physique here. <laughs> is it a cardio day, or is this strength training day? Oh, is there is there a difference? I don't know. I just kind of go in there and hope they get a buffet or something. <laughs> Gary, any advice? Uh, cardio is always good. It, 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 it helps. Yeah, you, but here's the thing, Jr. You don't have to run. That, that's the you can. If you listen now, I, I've started doing this walk on an incline. Mm. Now it's going to be a high incline, fifteen as high as it's going to go, 15. 2.5 for thirty yeah. minutes. All right. You will feel All like right. you you will feel like you actually uh, got to it. So there you go. I'll, I'll do it right now, Carrie. I'll get back in there and do it. Let and it me does know remind how it goes. One, one time I was in the hotel gym uh, on the road, Blues are at a hotel, and I'll never forget, I was lifting a few weights, feeling pretty good about pumping the iron, and Jamal Mayers, the former Blue, walked in, and he said, you know there's some cardio over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Jamal, yeah. Jamal, we would never do that to you. That is, that is funny, though. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Jeremy, and we will talk to you later, okay? Uh, all right, see you guys.